0: Hey, what's up guys? It's Gavin from Order Sixty Six Paintball and Order Sixty Six Lair. It is Monday. Wow. There is a week going. It is Monday guys, March 30th. And I'm joined here by my beautiful wife, Maxine, and co-host. What's up, Maxine? Hey, we're
1: joined by angelique Mendez again. Talking a little bit more. Hi
0: guys. <laughs> yeah, this is our Rochester Monroe County Corona Edition Part 2. What we can do as a community to, to try and circumvent this crisis that we've got going on. We're going to talk about some numbers, going to talk about some, some, some resources that are available to us. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to turn the floor over to my capable wife here to uh, lead us off.
1: So today we want to focus on, you know, giving you a daily update of Monroe County and globally, how we're doing. Um, Angelique is going to provide you with that information. We're also going to talk about what happens when you are an essential worker or you do have to make an essential run. And we're also going to talk about how does the coronavirus differ from other viruses. So, Angelique, if you want to just share with us an update of where we stand as a nation and as a county. Sure. As of 7.15 uh, p.m., so that's about uh, 50 minutes. 50 minutes ago, um, we have so far, global, we have 777,286 cases. Um, globally, we've lost 37,140. Uh, in the United States, we are up to 160,881. Uh, we lost 2,975 people. In New York City, we have a total of 66,497 cases. Wow. Um, the death number there is uh, 1,218. And in Rochester, and this is as of uh, 4 p.m. today, that's the last update we got from our county. Uh, we are up to 257 cases, and we've lost eight people locally. Um, so that those numbers eight are,
0: people are that's that's growing fast. That
1: is that's is insane because it was just six when we spoke last night, last night late. Yep, so between mm-hmm. um, actually, uh, because we did get an update uh this morning at 10 a.m., and it was still six, and so it was it, still mm. six. Mm-hmm. So that happened. Throughout the course of the day, we lost two more people. And, you know, I was also checking, um, you know, our population here in the Monroe County area is um, about 208,046 people. And um, when 257 off of that um, are positive, I mean, was 200, 200, you know, from 208,000, what is that? percentage. That's more than 10%. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, I just locally, you know, I just don't understand what is it that people are not getting. Right. And so that's why we want to talk today about how it differs from other viruses. Because I, I feel like I hear a lot of people saying, Oh, it's like the flu is no different. It's just social media and the news is making a big deal about it. But I don't really feel like that's the case. Um, and I watched a um, an episode of Trevor Noah's new show mm-hmm. and he was interviewing. And I actually, we both have it posted on our pages, too, if mm-hmm. anyone else wants to check it out. Um, and we'll also post it in the link. Um, he was talking with a doctor named Dr. Anthony Fauci, who's an infectious disease expert. Um, And he was talking about the COVID-19. It's a respiratory illness that easily spreads even when you're not experiencing any symptoms. So this differs from Ebola because Ebola, you have to come in very close contact with someone who is very ill. And this is extremely different. It's a novel virus and it's airborne. So then that means it spreads by droplets and aerosols. So it hangs out in the air for a little bit. So if somebody coughed and you walk into that cough, you know, a little bit is such a wide array of, you know, they don't know how long it's lasting. A little bit could be five minutes. It could be an hour. We don't know. Mm-hmm. So if we walk into someone else's area where they just cough and we walk into that droplet because it's airborne, it's that easy to just, to just contract it. Um, the mortality rate on it is ten times that of the
0: flu. Wow, that's scary.
1: Yeah, so that's... it's definitely not. It's not anything compared to the flu. It's not anything compared to Ebola. The the most to me, the most impactful difference is that t- as of today, we have no proven method of cure for this for this um, virus. Um, and you and know? also just to add, um, to what you're saying about how the virus spreads. Um, we also now know that um, it spreads um, because of contaminated surfaces, and you know, right. So it's not only you know the droplets and people coughing. Um, I think that's why they are emphasizing so much on like the wearing they, the gloves, uh-huh.
0: mm-hmm. you know, and washing your
1: hands and cleaning your surfaces because it can live on steel, plastic, and plastic. And it says for at least several hours, but, you know, several is very, very general again. Um, so you might have touched something and you didn't even realize it. So you got to make sure that daily you're cleaning and disinfecting your surfaces. And you're, and that's why they're emphasizing washing hands so much because we touch so many things a day. We don't know who else touched that, especially if we are out in the community touching things versus just our own home. Um,
0: and and here's, here's the thing that I, I really want to stress to as well. Um, and I'm taking this this from, you know, my years in the restaurant field and, and working in management with Target. Like, it's a huge thing to think about cross-contamination too as well, guys. Like, it's nothing to just say mm-hmm. you, you have on gloves. No. If you have gloves on and you're touching this and touching that, you're not changing the gloves exactly. properly. You're still not, and you're still not using proper hand-washing techniques. It's a pointless exercise, mm-hmm. you know? So we really need to educate people on, okay, yes, washing your hands. Yes, if you're using gloves. Do this, but also if you touch certain surfaces, you have to go back and clean those surfaces. surfaces, So those light switches, those door handles, which are stainless steel, the toilet bowl, the toilet toilet bowl knob, your microwave, your microwave um,
1: buttons, buttons, your
0: stove. These are things that people don't think about, but you you really have to. If you do go to the store and you pick something up, you know that that bottle of oil from Wegmans, you gotta wipe that thing down when you bring it. You should actually sanitize it before you even bring it into your house Mm -hmm. and that's
1: that's a lot of you know the misconception that a lot of people have out there is that if they were not wear a mask or gloves that they are protected but it, it is so true and you know you're saying that yesterday locally I was watching uh someone live and you know the guy had blue gloves on but then you know I don't know what he touched or didn't touch me prior to the life but i'm sure he probably had him on for a while and you know he was basically rolling up a blonde with the gloves oh my goodness and then put the blunt in his mouth right on life oh yeah so, no. know so we gotta get better man i just think that you know it's it's just straight up you know ignorance people are not looking for you know the research they're not educating themselves and it's definitely out there you know for us to look it up you know and and one of the things that they say is the best way to prevent the illness is just to avoid being exposed so that's why we try to reiterate you know stay at home if you can we know that there's going to be instances where you cannot um, And when we say home, we mean at your home, not at someone else's home, because someone else's home could have been contaminated by that person or someone else. So to prevent the spread, we need to not expose ourselves. And I mean, that's hard to do, but it can be done. It could be done. Um, it, it could be done. And that, yeah. you know, brings up, you know, I feel like the next point that you mentioned with for the essential workers, but because I've also... I've been paying a lot of attention to, you know, what people are posting and what they're saying. And one of the things is those uh, essential workers, you know, have posted things like, well, what do I do? I still have to go to work or well, I'm still exposed at work. Um, you know, so that, yeah. that right there is, is, is a big one as well. Yeah, especially because you already have to expose yourself and you may not want to, right? But because of your job, you have to expose yourself. So once you're off that clock, I think it's so important for you to just go home and, you know, clean yourself the right way. Take a shower. They say as soon as you get home, you take a shower, you put your clothes in a bag, you wash your clothes separately to take all those measures because you're already, um, you know, you're already um, out there to for the potential for it to get inside of you if you're now hanging out with other people now you're putting others at risk and i think that we need to have more of a responsibility um one of the things that dr fossey said is you have a societal and moral responsibility to protect other people it's not only about protecting you but also what can you do to protect other people and right. how do you, you know, I mean, how do you respond to those people with their concerns the way, you know, cause I, I, I thought about it and you know, the way I feel is, you know, it's my responsibility, not only to protect others, but protect myself. So me putting myself mm-hmm. in their shoes, I feel like, all right, so let's just use an example as someone, you know, working at a nursing home. You know, you're working with elders and of course you're, you're working with them or, right? you know, some people they have, you know, one patient that they work with all, you know, during their shift. Um, mm-hmm. I feel that, you know, these you know, agencies or, you know, these places of employment, um, they should be held responsible For if they're not providing the employees, you know, with all the safety they need to be able to perform their duties, therefore... The, the safety and also the knowledge, right? Like they should be providing their employees with the knowledge too and, and helping them understand how important it is that once you're off the clock to really take responsibility and, and quarantine yourself, you and, know? And so then when you're at work, if you are working in one of these agencies that you feel, you know, you're not being protected, I mean, what, what do they, like, what do you do for, you know, about that? Yeah, I just saw a video about a nurse saying, you know, she, like it wasn't here, but obviously lots of people are going through this. And she was saying like, she, they took her N95 mask and she just flipped, she kind of flipped out on them and gave them SAS and they had a conversation about it. And she said, she realized it's not just a, her problem. It's so much bigger than just a, her problem, but you know, they're, they're saying that it's not a airborne virus just so that they can feel okay with servicing people and patients, you know? that have the potential to have the coronavirus, but it's actually an airborne virus. So she says that she feels like once they get enough masks, then they're going to classify it again as an airborne virus, which is true. Like it's, there's no way to downplay it. And I think that's a big reason of why it's spreading so quickly in hospitals. People are running out of And if you're one of those employees and you don't feel, you know, that they're protecting you, then you need to report your employer. You know, I'm yeah. sure you could report to the county, you know, go to Monroe, you know, county. Gov. And there's unions too. Some people in, in that field work with mm-hmm. unions. So you can report to the union. And just, you know, straight up, you know, like, just don't be, don't let them put you in a situation where you are putting not only your life at risk, but you're, you know, bringing that to your household, you know. Exactly.
0: It, 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 it's tragic because I actually saw on a, one of those news feeds the other day, w- one young man sitting how his mother, who had contracted it, when even when she knew that she may be sick, was still going to work because of wow. the constraints that her workplace were putting on her. Oh, so, no. so he was obviously devastated with the death of his mother. Yeah. But the fact that she had to be worried about her job because about the job how the job is 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 is, is putting constraints and, and and that's tragic and I really wanna challenge the powers that be that we need to we need to make these calls and people need to be reacting to these mm-hmm. calls of people that are putting in put in these these situations because yeah. it put up you, you already have to worry about getting yep. sick and jeopard you know and, and, and your health. Now you have to worry about am I going to lose my job too as well because I'm not doing what the boss says I I should do.
1: I actually just spoke to a friend today that was, you know, she's in an essentials field and she's just like, I don't know what to do. Like, I feel a little bit guilty for taking a two-week leave. And I said, you can't feel guilty Mm. for that. You know, like, there's so much coming into that factory from all different parts of the world that you know they I feel like they should just shut it down too you know cuz i mean in my opinion we know where she works so i we don't feel like it's super essential but because of the way the business is classified they're they're saying that they are essential but i said you know if if you feel like you might lose your job after i mean um, unfortunately i feel like it's either your life or or that of your loved ones, or your job, and it sucks, but, you know, you will find something once the economy is back to where it needs to be. But maybe they won't. Maybe they'll understand, and they'll, because many employees are doing that, maybe they'll just shut it down. And that that's that's something that's uh, realistic for her, but there's also many people who are in something where that's not realistic. They have to go mm-hmm. to work, like, you know, your friend's mom. Mm-hmm.
0: Or the video oh, that God, saw. It was a friend of mine, yeah. but it was a video that I saw, but, you know, there's a lot of People, you know what? There's strength in unity, people. Um, if you look at even today in the news, Instacart, which since this crisis has started, we have utilized Instacart, I'm sure a lot of you have, have as well, mm-hmm. to, to to minimize us going out and socializing. Um, salute to those who are doing um, these mm-hmm. services. Thank you. Whether Uber Eats or Instacart or Grubhub. Oh my gosh, they are
1: so yeah. brave.
0: Yeah. They are. And we got to take care of these people. So please Tip them well. Take care of them well. Don't talk to them. They don't. Don't go outside. Just let them leave it at the door. But, but back to my point was, Instacar was having some issues. Um, Their drivers of what they felt was was
1: fair, fair, right? Because everyone else is getting increases or hazardous pay, and they're not. Mm.
0: And, and, so. and they and they united today. They went on strike. Some of them went on strike today. Um, they're looking for for better wages, better security with some things, and. Mm, they may get it because they're essential mm-hmm. right now. So, guys, wherever you are, strengthen numbers. Don't feel right. like you're alone. Talk to your coworkers. Hey, I don't feel this is cool or this isn't right or this is not um, healthy for us to do. And challenge challenge that system. Yeah. Call, and reach out yeah, to the resources. To
1: challenge, for and sure. I'm, I'm sympathetic uh. to all these people that, you know, can't, like, they're not able to work from home and that, you know, home. and that they are yeah. risking their lives and their loved ones. However, we do have in Rochester, you know, we do have just, you know, a lot of people that they are going to work because they have a responsibility and they have to provide for their family, but they're not taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where my problem comes you know, and I feel like that is because they feel like, oh, well, if we if we could go to work, then mm-hmm. what's the problem with hanging I'm already, around? I'm already, We're hanging exactly, around. We're being exposed at work, but you're 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 like not helping the problem. You're not helping the solution. Yeah. You're adding to the problem by having that mentality. That goes back to the, yep, that goes back to that societal moral responsibility that you have to protect yourself further than that. You know, if you already have to get yourself have to be exposed then why would you make the choice to expose yourself furthermore when you don't have to, you know, and others. Um it's just I think that's a, a little bit selfish of people. And I think we need to act more in a selfless mm-hmm. manner. Um and really think about really think about how this spreads the one of the things too that um Trevor and Falsey talked about is the clock, right? How long will it take for coronavirus to go away? Mm-hmm. And one of the things um, Dr. Fauci said is that it lasted for, well, before the turnaround happened, you know where the peak is, you know all the numbers are going up, and then finally it's coming down. It was an eight-week period in China and Korea. The population in both of those countries are completely different, but both of them saw an eight-week period, and that's because they started taking drastic measures. So, you know, I'm, my hopes are, we can, we can beat that in at least that amount of time, right? Try to shoot for that eight-week period, but if we are not listening, that's All not right. going to happen.
0: That eight weeks can turn into 18 weeks really, really, really fast, you know? And I, I really want to challenge...
1: There's no way to predict it. Yeah. Like there's, the only thing we can do is, like I said yesterday, act as if we are mm-hmm. the virus mm-hmm. and, and, and be responsible in that way.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And
1: you know, we saw and uh-huh, go ahead and keep it informed. I think it's very important for people to, you know, oh, yeah. know what's going on and you know, like get all the latest updates because since it's changing daily, yeah. you know, and let's say you're overwhelmed with everything that's going on, I think we all are. <laughs> So, you know, yeah. by having this mentality, like, I don't want to hear about it. I'm done. I'm tired. I don't want to watch news no more. I don't want to read about it, you know, and go days without really, you know, updating yourself of what's going on. I think that's also, you know, you're not helping, you know, solve the problem. So it's it's very yeah, important nothing. that, you know, I know we get tired of hearing about stay home, but stay home. That's That's Yeah. And if you are one and if you are one who is staying home, you know, kudos to you, but there's others that are not that really need to hear it. And I also want to make sure that people who are not staying home, it's no personal attack on you. You know, what we're trying to share. We just really want to try to spread the awareness because, you know, we care. We care about our community and we want to, we want to get back to living normal sooner rather than later. I want to be able to see my grandbabies. I want to grow old, you know, I don't, I, I nice. want to live. I, you know, yeah. I don't care if half of the Rochester don't want to, I do. And I know there's uh, plenty of people like me, you know, that are fighting for our <sighs> lives right now. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, unfortunately, we do have to care right now for if every other person sees it that way. Because if, even if, even if 50% of us see it the way you see it, then the other 50% are just careless and it's not going to go away. You know, we're not going to be able to see a a future. Our, our world go back to what it was sooner rather than later until everybody, until we all realize that we are in this together. It's not a you me or a you thing or a me thing. It's we're all Mm -hmm. in this together.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. No, no, no. I, I honestly believe and, and and I, I was even talking tonight with some men from my church. Um, We're just talking together about how we can, as, as men of the church, approach this with faith, still stay woke and be smart and everything. And one of the things that we talked about was, unfortunately, in this society uh, where, you know, where I'm an American and no one can tell me what to do. This, yeah, this that's a, what this, I feel. It's like the land, land of the land free. Of the free. And, no one can, and I think that mentality is hurting us, whether it's in the cities in the suburbs, and the deep rural areas, that's what's hurting us. And we need to get away from that. Like, yes, stay home. And I think this is the point where we need some direct yes. leadership and people need to go out on the road and have patrols. If you are in a congregation that is not essential, ticket, jail, whatever it means, yeah. end the story. yeah, Because people aren't listening and it's going to lead to more deaths, more sicknesses, and it's going to lead to this thing going on longer. So, I don't oh, care whose easy. feelings get hurt.
1: Exactly, you stay home. Right. just
0: like if you're on parole, if the judge tells you don't do this, and you do it, there's consequences.
1: Yeah, we saw on um, we even saw somebody doing a black party online. I'm sure other people have seen it too, and said f coronavirus. Um, but then I saw someone, and I really liked this comment underneath that post, and it said, "You can't thug a virus." Ain't no gang gang on something you can't see, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's ignorant. What you're doing is ignorant. Just just abide by the guidelines, and then this will go away. You can't just oh, I'm gonna hang out and and then you're gonna go away. No, that's not that's that's not what's ain't, gonna happen. Ain't
0: no gang gang. This Listen, more. numbers no. don't
1: lie. You know how many right. people? I mean, globally, like globally, locally, like I mean, we don't, we can't afford to lose anyone else you know mm-hmm. and unfortunately i mean we have all these positive cases that we we know we're prop- we're likely going to lose more people that that just is what it is but what can we do to prevent more people from testing positive and having to fight this and and uh, you know making our our hospitals drained of of supplies so that our, our um, nurses and our doctors and even the, you know, janitors and maintenance, anybody who works in a hospital are mm-hmm. now in a worse predicament because we aren't doing what we have to do. Those of us who are not in the essentials field are putting ourselves out there unnecessarily, right? So then a little bit of what I wanna, I wanna hear from other people like essentials workers, What what do you guys do as an essential worker Um, to make sure that your family is protected. I've seen some videos of like essential workers isolating Mm -hmm. their own selves. You know, like they're they're staying in a hotel apart from their kids. And that's got to be rough. And imagine they're doing that. They're making that sacrifice for us. But you're saying, oh, YOLO, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm already, I'm already uh-huh. being a student you know? at work. So who cares? I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going right. to spread it to five, ten more people. And then, you know, I'm going to go home and take a chance. Right. So, I mean, I think it's important for essential workers to also take it serious. And for those ones that are taking it serious and see a lack of others taking it serious, you know, what do you you have to say? I would love to hear from essential workers.
0: Please message us. Message us directly through the podcast. You can actually send us a message to the podcast. You can send us a message right there on our fan page or through Instagram. Let us know if you're essential workers based on what Max just said, you know, like, and let us talk to us. What
1: would you and like we to We need see people from us, to right? step right? up. That's what we need. We need more leaders in this community. We need yeah. people to step up and not care about those people that are, you know, criticizing our efforts um, to help right. stop this, you know, spreading the virus. We- <laughs> yeah, and to spread more awareness about it, right? So, I mean, and also, even I can't speak to being an essential worker because that's not me. But today I had to go run and grab a prescription. Tomorrow I have an appointment. So... For me, I can speak to myself. When I go out, I'm making sure that I don't bring my purse. I don't bring anything extra. I bring what I have to bring. I always have a hand sanitizer. If I have to pass my ID or my card or something to someone, I sanitize it when I get it back, you know, and we are taking all the precautionary measures that we need to take. We take our shoes off, our coat off before we get in the house. When we get in the house, Gavin just took a whole entire shower as soon as he got into the house which is the smartest thing to do. That's what we're seeing that they're telling us to do um, because it lives in here and it lives on clothes. And, and you know too. what? And be respectful of other people's spaces. Yes. Yeah, I think that's really important because you see that a lot. Actually, when we made our run today, it was really disturbing because there were city um, staff members out, city workers, and they were just placing mulch, Oh my gosh. Angie. Placing mulch around trees. Like, is that really a necessity right now? And they were like, the trees were small. So they were working in groups of two. They're really close together. Right. Th- why? Why why do we have our city workers out here doing that? That makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, something needs to happen very, like sooner than later, like last year. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, how are they supposed to take it serious when they're at work chilling with, you know, their coworkers placing mulch? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like us as a city, we need to do better. And like you said, our leaders need to step up and make decisions that maybe they don't, they didn't want to make. you know what, the only way that Mm -hmm. we are being hurt right now, you know, is mostly through our social media. So use that social media as your platform to, you know, communicate. It spread the awareness. awareness. Please, I don't care please. if you have twenty friends on your page or if you have five thousand. Po- use it. Use, that use it because you never know mm-hmm. who are you touching, who are you influencing yep. to do better. And it's so true. I had someone who said, "You know, I went, I went to the beach and." Um, You know, I didn't see it the way you guys were seeing it, but listening to you and, you know, even talking to my sister who is a nurse, it it opened my eyes, but I was just at Mm -hmm. the beach yesterday, you know? So it really does help, you know, just spreading the awareness. It might just touch one person, but that one person is enough. Now that one person might touch somebody else, you know. We need to, we need to do an outreach the way that we can. Obviously, we can't be out there in the streets doing outreach. So we're doing what we can. And and I would hope that the community appreciates it and, you know, does something with it as well. And just keep an open mind, right? Because instead of saying, oh, this is not that serious, YOLO. Keep an open mm-hmm. mind. Look at the numbers. Mm-hmm. Look at the people who you know who are directly affected. You know these people. And they have been direct directly affected. So it's, and, a, and it's, now, it's serious. And now, you know, and now in our get, community, like, I I was thinking about this probably last week. And I was just like, you know what? I was just kind of like, I'm like, it's going to happen where people that we know are going to start posting that they lost, you know, a loved one due to the COVID-19. And that is happening right, right now. A week later, you know, yeah. I get even goosebumps talking about it because I just seen two people I know that that are, you know, that lived in Rochester that are they lost someone due to the to this virus. So not so, you know, yeah. really does it have to take for someone that you know to lose someone for you to, you know, open your mind about what's happening. No, I don't think that it should be like that. Right. And what's it saying to me is that also, like, the from the new cases today, I want to say two or three of them were kids 10 and under. So th- that means parents are putting their kids in this situation. Mm-hmm. You know, like, wake up. Wake up, Listen,
0: really. We need, we need to, and, 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 and like, literally as, as, as parents, your first priority should be your child, obviously. Um and it's not their wants, but their, their needs. needs. So obviously no child right now wants to be stuck in the house or stuck around the house. They want to mm-hmm. suck it up. Hurt their feelings. You're not their friend. No. This would find go play a board game. Go read a book. Mm-hmm. Go, be creative. Be creative. You know what I mean? Because too many parents are, are frustrated because they have their kids in the house. Oh my God, I'm gonna send them over to Becky's house and no it,
1: and just, I would imagine it's frustrating you know we don't I don't have any children in my household so I don't know you know that overwhelming feeling and that's something we could talk about too if you know every any parent wants to call in and say how they're feeling with you know their child at home and having to do the schooling at home and all that I'm sure that's a little overwhelming but at the end of the day we got to do what we got to do for our kids and our, keep them our safe one you know absolutely the parent is to protect your kid your child and you know protect yeah. them at all costs so please listen and follow yeah. the directions that you know our state and local authorities are giving us right yeah. um and then I mean I want to kind of close out really quickly unless you guys have some we got say. W- too much to say but it's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah we do we do we but' on the next on on one I'm telling you um but really quickly. Go ahead, yeah. Max. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to share the information that we got today. Um, it was from, uh, like I said, a, a Trevor Noah um, episode that I posted on my page. We'll post the link right in on the description of the podcast. Yes. And also the cdc.gov. Um, the, if you go right on that website, you cl- you click learn more about COVID. And then you click learn how to protect yourself. It'll give you ways of what of things that you can mm-hmm. do to, you know, to keep yourself from contacting this and keep your families and your loved ones and our entire community, people you don't know, safer than what we've been doing, you know, lately. And, you know, going forward in other episodes, Angie, I think you were going to say. Um, gonna well, yeah, stuff. before I say that, I just wanted to give a couple more um, websites too um, that I found. So, okay. you know, you could go to coronavirus.health.ny.gov um, that's one of them and okay. then um, also you could go locally we have our Russian city, city school district website that also has a lot of updates and resources about covid you know 19 okay. and that is rs i'm sorry rcsc k12.org uh backslash co- covid19 again that's RSN Robert, CSN Car, SSN Sam, DSN David, k12.org, uh, mm-hmm. backslash COVID 19. And there you could find um, a lot of helpful and um, important information for our community, um, including uh, resources for the kids to keep them busy. Um, and also, um, you know, the uh, places where they, you could go and pick up, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. I thought that was pretty awesome too. Um and then also I did see on Facebook like there's even a link on Facebook when you click that middle button on your when you're on your phone and then the link to the right actually COVID nineteen. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And it's very informative. So I mean, everything that we're discussing, you know, it's it's out there for people to read and for people to see for those who, who are feeling like uh they're taking this too seriously or just just do your research. That's all we're asking. Do your research, make yourself so I, aware. You know, I would right? like to see people more That's involved. Great. Um, not only, you know, of course, with our community, but also, you know, get involved with us in these podcasts and you know, let us know how you feel about oh, yeah. it. Like, we want to hear your opinion, your feedback, your comments, your suggestions. Like, what are you doing? Yep. Shout out to Jasmine Ortega. She left me a really, really cool um uh, feedback message right on the link that I shared. and And I really appreciated that. Yes, so yes. listeners, please share, please share, you know, your experience so that other people can read other people's experience. They're not just so like tomorrow. To the three I think, us. like, one of the yeah, questions sure. that someone put out there, and I think it's a uh, good one is um, basically, if you, you know, tested positive for the virus, can you later on um, get it again? So I think that's something that, you know, will be. Oh, you know what? I did, I did do a little research on that one. That was actually the answer to that is in the video that we're going to post today. And, um, What Dr. Fauci said is they don't know yet, right? Because it's not something, you know, usually when you test for that, they have to inject the virus into you again. Nobody wants to go through through getting coronavirus again. So they haven't done any testing like that to see if that's true or not. But he said the way the virus is acting seems similar to other viruses where you can't get it again Mm -hmm. after you've already gotten it. But they don't, the the facts are not grounded in that we're again we're still learning we're still learning about about coronavirus and how it attacks and it's something it's something very new it's not like the flu it's not like ebola it's something very new
0: well hopefully on our next episode you know we'll have some more information on that and i've I've, I've, from what he had today um we just we're still learning um Mm -hmm. together as a community as a nation um the world really um I'm still getting news from what's happening in my home country in Jamaica. I'm sure a lot of people from from uh, all walks of life are getting news from where things are happening. Mm-hmm. So this is a global pandemic, guys, not just um, and we need we need, first of all, we need God. Amen. Um, we we need we need to have faith. Live Amen. not live not by fear, but, but by, by faith, faith. Yeah. and be smart. And we need some leadership to, to, to combat step this up. step up and combat this virus. Mm-hmm. And once again, guys please, please, please share your thoughts your, your, with us. And, and uh, if you haven't, if you're an influencer, mm-hmm. you know, join us, you know, mm-hmm. send us messages on, on how to, how we can combat this as a community, because we're only, way we're going to survive this, guys, is if together. we realize that
1: we are in this Just, just, together. just together, think about together. one of the things so, that, uh, you know, um, Cuomo, government, Governor Cuomo, and also, you know, the President Trump had said, and, you know, and I think this is where the whole extending it another two weeks and more came about when um, they were told that if nothing is done, just, you know, in United States, we will lose over 2 million people. Just think about that number. Yeah. You know what? And that's, that's actually something that I asked myself too, like, what's the worst thing that can happen if we abided by these rules, Right we are going to be in the house for a month or two or whatever it is, right? What's the worst thing that can happen if we don't? We're going to lose a lot of more people. So let's just follow these guidelines. Mm -hmm. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. There should
1: be no option. There should be no, oh, yeah, I want to lose more people. No, it should be, yeah, let's let's follow
0: these guidelines and see where this takes us. (laughs) Uh, and, And on that note, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you for those that tuned in tonight. This has been another special edition Corona episode here on Order Six Lair. I want to thank my beautiful co-host and wife, Maxine. Thank you for your research, and um, Angie. Thank you so much for joining us once again with your research. Thank you for the stuff that you're doing, educating us. Because I every morning I get up, I go to Angie's page. Like, what, what's popping? Like, and, and listen, where we at? This where we at? Where we at?
1: For anything, I'm not doing this for fame, from more friends. I'm not doing this for attention. I'm doing this because I'm truly concerned about our community. Right. Yep. Exactly. Absolutely. Because we're advocates for awareness because of our so, concerns. Please, please. Please help us. I want to survive. Stay home. Stay home. Practice yes. you know. Good hygiene. <laughs>
0: stop. Stop. Stop piling toilet paper. Wash your hands, people. Wash your hands. Guys, God bless you. Thank you so much, guys. Stay safe, stay smart. We'll be back here on Order c Six Layer with more um, tips on how to beat this virus. God and bless.
1: Bye, guys. We'll talk
0: to you guys tomorrow. God bless, guys. <laughs>